What's up, Team Egos, and welcome to Optimized, the show helping you optimize your mind, body, and spirit through tea. My name is Vince Lapalusa, and I am your host and guide on this tea journey. Specifically, how we are going to optimize our minds, bodies, and spirits with tea is by digging into four topics and how tea can influence them. Those four are education, mindfulness practices, movement, and community. So tune in to learn how you can optimize your life today. Today, we are staying on the topic from Wednesday's episode of the immune system. And if you listen to Wednesday's episode, I talked about herbs and teas that are great to support our our immune system while we are sick. So like in the midst of it, you're sick, you already caught the virus, the bug, whatever it is, and you're looking to kick it quicker. So if you haven't already, go listen to that episode. And if you are sick, it's a good episode just to download, save, and keep for a time when you do inevitably get sick. In that episode, I did mention something about what's called immune modulators. And that is what we are going to dig into today. So in this episode, we are going to talk about what those immune modulators are and specifically what modulators are in general and then dig into a few different kinds of immune modulators that are the best out there that we know of right now and that you may have probably heard of a few of them and I would argue that you've probably heard of not a few of them as well. So without further ado, let's dig into what modulators are. So, like I mentioned, when you are in the midst of being sick, and when I say, like I mentioned in Wednesday's podcast, when you are in the midst of being sick, you need to boost your nutrients. You need to support yourself with nourishing vitamins and minerals and the things that your body is just being depleted of right now because of the virus or the cold or whatever it is that you're you're struggling with. On the flip, what modulators do is they help boost and strengthen and balance your immune system while you are in a healthy state on just like your normal routines. And what this does is it supports your immune system so that, one, you avoid getting sick in general more so than not. And two, when you do get sick, it's not as bad. So something that can be compared to, or a a metaphor for this would be similar to sauna and ice bath use, or even lifting weights. So the reason people do sauna and ice bath is because it's, it's purposely putting yourself into this extreme temperature variation that your body's just not used to. And what it does is it releases these these proteins, these um, heat shock proteins, cold shock proteins that support your body in ways so that when you do, let's say you're outside walking around in, in Minnesota, if you're like me, in the wintertime, in middle of January, February, when it's negative 30 degrees, it's going to suck, but it's not going to suck as much. 
or and also it has many other many other benefits um like boosting your immune system actually and, and doing stuff like that if you're interested in stuff like that i highly recommend checking out dr andrew huberman's podcast he has many many podcasts on that um same with Susanna solberg i don't think she has a podcast but she's got a book as well as um dr Rhonda patrick she's another great resource for learning more about the sauna and ice bath use but what it does is like after continual use of these saunas and ice baths, your body just gets stronger and it's able to resist more infection, resist more cold and yeah, a lot of this stuff. And same with lifting. If you lift weights, what you're doing is you're creating these micro fissures in your muscles. And as you lift weights and then you go home, you eat, you sleep, what your body does is it naturally just repairs. And what does it repair? What does it do when it's repairing? It repairs bigger and stronger so that next time you lift, you're able to accommodate more weight. That's the whole point of it. So what these immune modulators do is it creates this hormetic effect or hormesis. If you've not heard of it, this is exactly just the fun sciencey word for what is going on. It creates these micro fissures in your immune system that your body perceives as a threat, but in reality, it's not. And it creates a little immune response. And so therefore, when your body, quote unquote, fights off whatever the herb or tea is doing, you're able to fight it off, quote unquote, your immune system is now prepared stronger. And after days, weeks, months, years of using this, when you do get exposed to, let's say, a brand new virus or something like that, you're able to accommodate it better than someone who maybe has never had this uh, this experience or hasn't been bolstering and strengthening their immune system. So that's what just in general what these immune modulators do and what they are. And I, not being a doctor, obviously... As always, I'm not a doctor, and if you are interested in these things, you have to check with your primary physician, your holistic practitioner, someone who knows you, knows your body, and can actually recommend based on your prescriptions and, and all that other stuff. But I always am, am of the stance that like when I'm healthy, I am taking these herbs. When I'm sick, I switch to the herbs that we talked about on Wednesday to bolster that immune system, get over it, and then because I don't want to be stressing my immune system while I am already sick. Does that make sense? So without further ado, let's dig into some of the most common and popular herbs that you can work with to support and modulate your immune system. So number one is actually a repeat from Wednesday, and it's the only repeat from Wednesday, and it is elderberry. Elderberry and elderflower. Now on Wednesday, we talked a lot about elderberry and elderberries flavonoids and how concentrated they are with the antioxidants and that is good um there's there's actually some debate here and the reason that's what the hesitation in my voice is so there, there is some debate because some people don't believe that they're modulators some people just believe that they're good to use only when you're sick because you're you don't want your body to get used to that level of flavonoids and so therefore when, when you're sick it's actually not going to be as beneficial the way the what stuff i've seen and the stuff that um i've i've just read about when it comes to elderberry and elderflower is that the elderberry is super concentrated with 
with like those antioxidants. The other flower also has those flavonoids, has those antioxidants, but on a much less concentrated level. So, and it has some other benefits like a natural antihistamine and some of these other things that might be beneficial. So, as a modulator, the elder flower is actually great for modulating because it provides this base level of flavonoids and base level of antioxidants that are super potent and super powerful and good just for healthy everyday life that we want because you're constantly being exposed to... I mean, who knows what in the world? And actually, if if you listen to episode, I believe it's 36 with Dr. William Lee, he talks about how every single day our body is producing cancerous cells and then our body's just getting rid of it. And like everybody, this is everybody across the board is creating thousands of cancerous cells, but our bodies just naturally get rid of it. And in my opinion, that's due to these, these factors of introducing these modulating herbs like elderflower. So this is what that's that's doing for us. And this is why I see it as both a modulator and then I, what I do is like I'll cycle with the elderflower or I'll work with it when I'm healthy. And then when I get sick, I hit it with, I hit myself with the elderberry and super, super high doses of elderberry that I don't, I won't do um, with during like when I'm healthy. So that's the elderberry, elderflower. These next ones are, it's actually, I'm going to lump it into one group and each of the herbs, I don't even know if I can call them herbs, um, in this group is, uh, can have its own podcast episode and probably will at some point. But this group is, uh, is known as medicinal mushrooms. It is another one that has blown up in popularity, and I find it funny. So uh, one of them, these medicinal mushrooms, they, they include uh, reishi, maitak, uh, shiitake, turkey tail, cordyceps, and chaga. And one of them has gained a lot of popularity due to a new show, I think it's the, what's it called, Last of Us, um, where it's literally infecting people. Uh, that is cordyceps, which, like I said, that one deserves a whole episode in itself. And it's disgusting what it does in nature to insects. And if you've watched that show, it literally does that to insects. And what they're doing is like, hey, it does this to to humans too now. Like, oh no, we're in a, an apocalyptic world. Um, yeah, that that's, uh, it's really gross, uh, in my opinion. But people, people love that show. But that was a little bit of a tangent. The These medicinal mushrooms, like I said, the, the ones that I have listed here are just a very, very few. I mean, there's, I don't know, probably thousands of these in the world. Um, Paul Stamets is like the pioneer in this right now. And he's, uh, he's an incredible resource for for all about mushrooms, the psychedelic kind, as well as these medicinal kind. And I will say none of these are psychedelic. They're all very healthy. And most people, obviously, you got to check with uh, your own your own self and your own and be, be an advocate for your own self. But most people respond well to all these mushrooms. And what they do is they contain what's called a polysaccharide or these complex starches that our body 
again, this is going back to the modulating part. Our body literally perceives them as a threat. So we ingest these mushrooms and our body sees it and it's like, hey, something foreign, these polysaccharides are foreign, put on the immune system, turn it on and and let's uh, let's take care of this. So it does exactly that because of these complex polysaccharides and specifically there are these um, polysaccharides called glucans. So glucans are these these polysaccharides that are the actual perceived threat. And again, they are harmless, and it, you got to check. Obviously, if you're like allergic to them, don't don't be ingesting them. Um, but yeah, it's it's super cool. And like I said, I could dig in because I, this is just the the tippy tippy tip of the iceberg of what each of these mushrooms can do. They have so many, each one of the ones that I mentioned, like reishi, maitake, uh, shiitake, turkey tail, cordyceps, and chaga, they each have their own amazing, amazing benefits on top of it. Just to give you a little glimpse, reishi and cordyceps have been studied for their ability to increase slash support and boost our lung health, which on the topic of immune system, that's powerful. That's great because there's a lot of a lot of diseases and viruses and stuff out there that uh, that attack the lung health. So we want to support it by ingesting some of these herbs over a long period of time. Personally, I take chaga and cordyceps arguably every single day, and. Yeah, that's, again, for not only the immune system effects, but they're energizing and no caffeine and yada yada. Like I said, there's uh, we'll do episodes, I believe, if you want to hear episodes, actually. Let's take a quick break here. If you want to do episodes on any of those that I've specifically talked about, leave a five-star rating and review and leave it in the comment. Like, say, hey, I want to hear more on cordyceps. I want to hear more on chaga, more on shiitake, reishi, maitake, whatever it is, turkey tail. Um, yeah, so so that's I'll leave it at that for right now for the medicinal mushrooms, and we'll move on to, again, these can be lumped into another group, but I'm going to talk about just two of these specific ones, and this group is, is adaptogens. Adaptogens, they have this very similar effect in reducing and and I have an episode on adaptogens and I forget off the top of my head what number episode that is but if you go you scroll find that episode and you'll learn more about what adaptogens are what they do and how they can reduce our stress and if they reduce our stress well that's obviously just going to help with our immune system because if we're stressed out we're going to be more exposed to viruses and other things of the such so Two that I want to specifically talk about um, are, the first one is astragalus root. Astragalus root. So this one is actually extremely similar. Now, it is not a mushroom or a fungi, but it is extremely similar in the fact that it is extremely high in polysaccharide and earn these polysaccharides that create the exact same response in our body. Basically, very very similar effects to the uh, to the medicinal mushrooms, but different taste. Actually, the, the flavor is is really delicious. I, I it's a very earthy and sweet tone. Really nice to add to some chai's. Um, just a quick plug. 
I've put it in the immunity, the Fresh Steeps immunity. And that also has hibiscus, ginger, lemon peel, elderberry, and astragalus root. So I've included two of those modulating slash functional herbs to support the immune system on top of ginger, on top of hibiscus, on top of lemon peel. So it's sweet, tart, delicious, helps boost your immune system. Check it out. Go support if you can. And uh, yeah, and try it. Super delicious. But it's a, the stragglers root is also energetically warming. So if you are in like a state of cold or stagnation, and this is getting into the more traditional Chinese medicine area, um, yeah, this can help boost and, and provide that, that energy and warmth to your body, your soul, your spirit. And the, the final herb that I wanted to touch on was is an herb called Codonopsis. This herb is also known as Dang Shen, D-A-N-G-S-H-E-N, Dang Shen. And this herb is great for fatigue. Now, it's not a ginseng relative, but it is very similar to ginseng in the sense that it provides this boost of energy and combats the fatigue within our body, spirit, and soul. And it has often combined when when people come in traditional Chinese medicine, when people come with this suppressed immune system, specifically for these cancer type uh, type areas, it's often combined with uh, some of these herbs that we've already talked about, such as astragalus, reishi, chisandra berry, which is another um, adaptogen that we have not discussed, attractyloids. Attractyloid, now, I'm going to be honest, I've actually never heard of this one until looking into Codonopsis. So, Attractyloids, very interested in what that is. And if anybody knows what that is, hit me up. I'd love to, to talk to you about it. So, that's Astragalus, Reishi, Chisandra, Attractyloids, and Licorice Root. Licorice Root, I've done a, an episode on that. Another super powerful herb uh, for the immune system as well. Another adaptogen. Really, really delicious and really cool herb. And that blend is called fuzheng and again i apologize for if i'm mispronouncing that but f-u-z-h-e-n-g the combination of those herbs astragalus reishi chisandra attractyloids and licorice root and codonopsis is called fuzheng and this is just used in traditional chinese medicine as a blend for supporting people with suppressed immune systems so I thought that that was super cool. Codonopsis in general typically provides this energy from the fatigue that most diseases and viruses and sicknesses will give you. That's it. That's I'm going to leave it at that right now. Like I said, there's a lot of herbs that I just mentioned there that I'm more than happy to dig into. If you're interested, leave a five-star rating review with exactly which herb you want to hear more about. <clears throat> And I will give you a shout out and we'll dig into the history, the health benefits, all the good stuff about that specific herb. So thank you for tuning in today and take your, if you are sick, check out uh, Wednesday's episode. If not, try some of these immune modulators and these are best if used over time. So that's important to know is you're not just gonna, you shouldn't really take these while you feel like you're about to be sick, it's best if done while you're healthy so that you can support your immune system, just like working out. 
you're not going to work out or move the body when you've gotten injury. You're, you move the body to prevent the injury. You use the sauna to prevent the cardiovascular disease, these stuff like that. Same with these herbs. You use these herbs to prevent getting sick. So I appreciate you, and I hope that you have a beautiful and healthy day. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're still listening, there's probably a good chance that you got some value out of today's episode. I am on a mission of helping 1 million people optimize their minds, bodies, and spirits with tea, and I need your help. If you can leave a five-star rating and review, this will help spread the word and show more people this show. I thank you for your help and support, and I look forward to seeing you soon.